0: So I see it, and I was like, no, Cam, I'm crying. My partner's like, Richard, like, yeah, that was a good dunk. But, like, the whole place is rattling because I'm going crazy. I'm doing the game. I send it to those two clowns. They go into halftime. They both reply <laughs>
1: All right, welcome into this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing uh Minus RJ. I'm your host, Allie Clifton. <laughs> can, they, can we just have a moment, Channing, please? Damn. Because Richard is not here for, I mean, name it.
2: Richard's computer, I know. Richard's <laughs> computer basically conked out. Richard's computer said, man, fuck y'all. <laughs> I'm done.
1: Technical difficult that, difficulties. Uh,
2: oh, for sure. You know, when the... uh the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwiches came out and then there was a one lady sitting on a bench exhausted. That's Richard's computer. It just don't don't want to work.
1: It's okay if we share that insight because we've actually put it out there several times, the way in which we start podcasts. We love Richard, but um, we have our moments with him and his technology.
2: Oh boy, (laughs) Richard's like a 70 year old man. It's like, Richard, go hit menu, <laughs> then go put your
1: password in.
2: You know, like like uh, resetting the DVD player.
1: <laughs> Seriously, does anyone use DVD players anymore? No, if they do, boy. It's in the car. you saying? It's What? No. You have iPads. DVD players are in the cars, right? On the back of the
2: seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is, some, but you just get your kid iPads nowadays, Allie. It's easy. Mm. They don't have to watch I guess I don't have kids. I wouldn't
1: know. Um, With that said, (laughs) oh, I actually need to call myself out for something and and it can become a fun game. I watched our road tripping episode from um, The Win over the weekend. And actually, someone, maybe the last episode or episode before, tweeted at us and said, We have a new game. Every time Ali says, With that said, take a shot. I say that phrase. People be lit. All the time, you would be drunk in the first. Yeah, you said at least
2: ten times last time.
1: Thanks for holding me accountable. I appreciate it. Um, I am going to do better with that. Where are you coming to us from, though, today? Because that's not a background. Crescent
2: City, Crescent (laughs) City, California. Beautiful beaches, but here's the and this is a word of the day caveat. So I had to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's my kids' spring break. I was came here with our best friends. They have four kids. I have four kids. But my boy Brian Baldwin, big Brino, had a job, you know, emergency job, yet to go. So it's me, the two wives, and eight kids under eleven. So <laughs> you want to know why your boy oh. been sipping a rosé? <laughs> but
1: it's I not will even ten thirty. What do you mean? Don't put, judge me. I'm in the wine industry. <laughs>
2: It's not why you're drinking. <laughs> you're right. No, definitely not. Definitely not. But I was driving here. It's five and a half hours from Portland, which was a solid drive. Now mm-hmm. this is going to be a long-winded story, but we got an hour, so listen.
1: Just I don't mind eye. driving.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't mind driving. So the five and a half hours was like, dang, what am I going to do? And I'm not used to being by myself. So like, I got to section the time out accordingly. I figured out if I listen to one genre for one hour it makes the trip go so much faster. So, like, I put on 90s West Coast hip-hop for one hour. Okay. Right? Then I put on 90s East Coast hip-hop for one hour. Then okay. I put on, like, uh, like Sammy Davis Jr. radio for an hour. Then I put on, I was getting sleepy. It was early in the morning. Then I put on, like, Skrillex dubstep for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, dumping because that was more the straightaway and I have a new car a new truck and so I was moving
1: you got rid of the Shelby
2: yeah for the another Shelby oh of course you did I will in my life I will never not have a Shelby they are the best trucks I've ever had and it is like a godsend that something is that big I could get kind of rough with it and it fits me um But yeah, dude, that's, and then five hours later, five and a half hours later, I'm here. And so, oh, I drove through the redwoods is why we're here. The redwoods are here.
1: I live in Oregon. I've seen trees. Trees are
2: not exciting. I was giddy driving through these stupid trees. (laughs) If you could imagine how big these redwoods are, you feel like a little matchbox car driving in between it where you're like, I can't even tilt my head far enough to see the top. That's how big they are.
1: And they're huge. Why is it taking us till episode 177 where we have like just a beautiful in-depth conversation about road tripping? Like legit road tripping. You just broke down a road trip for yourself. And actually I bet you our fans, our listeners will start to um, do that little genre thing when it comes to road trips. That's actually kind of smart.
2: I, well, since the pandemic, We got some four kids. We had an Escalade. And when we retired, I'm like, I don't want to get on an airplane with all four of our kids. So I got my wife a custom van, Sprinter van. We go everywhere. We've been to Idaho. We take every year. We go camping for a week, like camping, camping. Yeah, the camping thing is really cool. White people camping (laughs) with two boats. We go legit. Like, you got to wash dishes in the lake camping. It was tough for me to do the first year. Now but it's they call really kind of cool. <laughs> it is the best. We play Beersby in the lake uh, all day. We have a Beersby tournament. We have two boats now, a pontoon and a wakeboard boat. So people want to wake surf or wake skate or wake board. They can do that. I'm the pontoon guy. And the pontoon got a fatty system in it. <laughs> and so we just do booze cruises at the end of the day. We just cruise around the lake. And then come on back and get to Eden.
1: Oh my God. Okay. Can I first ask you then, because if you're a pontoon guy, before we talk, we're going to get into the NBA, trust me, because Channing has a lot of things to talk about, a lot of topics. But before we get there really quick, you just talked about the five genres that you listen to. One, I want to know why country is not on that list, especially when you're out in like nature and driving and traveling. Why wasn't country a part of your hour? And you know that there is an awesome on a pontoon song. Oh, dude, I
2: love that song. But you can only play on a pontoon the first time (laughs) you get on the pontoon. So 12 years ago, I bought a 1965 Lincoln Continental, right? Mm -hmm. White walls. I put 22-inch white walls. I spent the last two years getting it completely remodeled. New electrical, new everything. So it's the same engine. It's ridiculous, right? The, the, it's the car that Lincoln, or not Lincoln. It's the car that JFK got <laughs> shot at. That style. Jesus. So every time we start that car, the beginning of the summer, you can only play Jimi Hendrix in it. Mm. The first day. Okay. That is the thing. When you get in the pontoon, you have to play the pontoon Follow song, the pontoon. <laughs> and then it has to be country. There are just the things, is so normal. <laughs> very normal. Yeah. You gotta play the pontoon or red solo cup. Those are my jams. Okay. And then oh, uh, but country is reserved to Sundays by the pool. One. Uh country is reserved to grilling with my wife's side of the family or people okay. I know from Arizona. Yeah. Country's kind of niche. We got a lot of kids. And you don't want to put them to sleep too early, so.
1: Oh, stop it. Stop it. There are some good jams. Um, Okay, let's dive into the NBA, the latest. Um, I have to start with this because I think we need to give our fans what they want. And um, the bulk of our fans grew up uh, with the Cavs championship team, of course. Um, And what has transpired, I want to know the funniest thing that was said on the text chain after K-Love had a moment. Oh. We were crying, laughing.
2: We were like, "Poor Kevin, you so mean." <laughs> LeBron baptized him. We said, "Why, why, Kevin? No!" Stop <laughs> like it. the text chain was funny. My reaction to seeing it live was even funnier. Why? I was like, "No!" <laughs> You know, like the old 80s when like, you know, 30 minutes into the movie where somebody dies right, and they're holding him and you're just like, no, you know, that thing. And dude, when Braun did it, he couldn't look at Kevin because that's a big play for the Lakers and they need all the big plays. So he, yeah. you notice he did not look at Kevin or he would have started laughing, right? And like the referees were like, okay, we can't call anything. We just got to let that ride. Like, just, just go. Just keep it going. But, like, I think the funny thing is, is, like, on the text chain, everybody had watched it. Everyone thought it was funny. But then we started to realize, like, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know. And I talk about the text chain the most. I don't know if there's a group of guys on a team that talk as much as we do daily. All the time. About everything. So I think, like, you know, the 10 year reunion, uh, you know, the 20 year reunion, whatever it is, is going to be pretty interesting, pretty amazing, but still like keeping up with all those guys uh, to make sure everyone's doing okay and make sure like everything is fine. And just to laugh at those things, you know? Yeah. Even laughing at Tristan uh, getting bodied by Giannis.
1: <laughs> you have these like, moments all the Poor time. Poor Tristan. We're just think like, about well, it. It's just, it's, who, it's who like, is on, on really quick? Who's on the text chain?
2: Uh, Tristan, Kevin, JR, Ron, Richard. Yeah. Swish and, and myself.
1: Okay. So there's three out, three still in the league.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Go on. What were you saying?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was bigger and then it just like shriveled down to that just because we don't want to deal with Delhi being overseas. You know,
1: you <laughs> need to improve that zone. to WhatsApp.
2: Right. Exactly. <laughs> and then, you know, Kyrie's on another team, Shump, but like we always like Shump does well. We always like, damn, y'all mm-hmm. watching Shump, like get your people to vote. Like there's always support. Like Kyrie's balling. He's doing his thing. You know, I, uh, I know a buddy. Now this is wild. I know a buddy that knows Mozzie that is in oh. Russia right now. And That's like, was talking a. to Mozzie, yeah. which is, yeah. So he's going through, he's trying to get out of mm. Russia. Because he knows what's going on, but like he says, that's not what they're hearing. It's a whole wildness. And then yeah. obviously, Delly's still hooping in Australia. Uh, Mo Williams, I think, got the job at Jackson State, mm-hmm. right down there with Dion <clears throat> Sanders at HBCU. Um,
1: I, I think, like the morals, all of this is just—it's so cool to see that you guys are still so connected, and even the ones that aren't on the text yeah. chain but are a part of that team. To your point, right. like you're still checking up on your, you still care about the support is still there. Um, I think that's so sure. awesome. We were legit
2: um, friends. I think that was It's
1: Yeah. Damn, <laughs> That car was trash. <laughs> car was trash. I thought it was like a great car. Making
2: all that noise. You better stop it.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, So with that said, Oh, drink Channing. All we've talked about, Rich, since you've been gone, is one every time Ali says, with that said, you have to take a drink. That's the new game on oh. our listeners right now, apparently. I say that phrase a lot. We're so <laughs> ready to, to get drunk. Um, two, uh. we talked about the text chain with. Um, oh. Kevin Love. Yeah. so
0: I was the so again, okay, now it's my turn. I was oh, the God. first person because I was doing the game. So I see it, and I was like, no, Kev, I'm crying. My partner's like, (laughs) Richard, like, yeah, that was a good dunk, but, like, the whole place is rattling because I'm going crazy. So in the middle, he's like, yeah, like, the replay's going on, which I'm supposed to be talking about. I'm not doing that. I'm looking down at my phone just texting, wow, knowing this is the best (laughs) part. This is the best part, and I have a feeling it's going to get clipped for social. This is the best part about our tech shame. Uh, I sit. I'm doing the game. I send it to those two clowns. They go into halftime. They both reply.
1: <laughs> At halftime? Stop oh, it. they knew it. You
0: They're knew dying it. laughing. They because it's like a kid. Like, look, it's like people say it's deeper than basketball. It's deeper than basketball with our crew. And it ain't just because we won a championship. There is a, it's a true, like fucking funny. Like supportive brotherhood that oh. we have, and it's rare. Like, dude, you play sports your whole life. It might be your high school teammates, your college teammates. Like one of the seventeen teams, Channing and I played for. But that shit was so funny. The fact, the, the fact that I was doing. Well, I played for. I played for uh, eleven. 11. It's
2: really five and a half. I don't count the Lakers. I was more. Bitch, in- you have a Laker Lakers. jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you have. Oh. The Kobe version is sick. (laughs) You got a Laker jersey. I love that one. You got a Laker jersey. No, but that... I played nine games for Lucas. But that was the funniest
0: part, is that, like, I'm doing the game. I'm going crazy. I send a text to the group chain, chain, and both of them are just laughing in the thing. They know. They know. They know. I will say, though, randomly, that was the biggest change for me um, as we got older in the league. It was like... It went from like, everyone had their phones, right? Like no one had phones. No one had cell phones when I first came into the league. Like it was like, you know, they were just starting to get them, but text messages weren't a thing. You just had to remember what time the bus was or like you would have to get a wake up call for the bus. It was crazy. And if your wake up oh, call brutal. didn't come. Oh, hundred oh. percent. Every road trip, every oh. practice, if your wake up call, you couldn't even make that an excuse. So So then all of a sudden it transitioned to like guys being on their phones on the bus. And there was teams that were like no phones on the bus. Right. And then Utah, Utah, uh, Charlotte was like that. They were like, no, uh, no, no phones on the bus. Then it started transferring to like, okay, everyone in the world has phones. But then the last fucking part was I was so tripped out when we would get into the locker room, when I was on a young team towards the end of my career. And it would be like, everyone was on their phones in the locker room at halftime. And I'm like, Unless there's something like important going and then obviously that that mindset fucking change quickly. Motherfuckers <laughs> are showing bleacher report highlights of fucking other stuff. They're showing ESP. During games? Yo, yo, yo. No, at halftime, <laughs> like guys half are time? like, yo, yo, yeah. yo, oh, look at this. Time. Check this out. Check, out. Check it out. Check it out. Yo, look at the duck. Yo, did you see what so and so did? Now, don't get me wrong. You don't like sit on your phones the whole time as the coaches come in. You are on your oh, phone, okay. you're whatever, you get your ice. It's not like the whole time. Everyone's kind of talking, whatever. And then, if there's a moment or two, you kind of check your phone. That's all it is. But it's still, it's still something that was took a little bit of getting used to.
1: We talk about the evolution of the game. You guys talk about the evolution of the cell phone use um, when it comes. Yeah, to we don't TV. give a shit about it.
0: the game. We were there.
1: Okay, we've got about yeah. like twenty-five minutes yeah. to crank through these NBA topics, and it was perfect timing, uh, Rich, when you logged on because we were just getting into the first one because Channing gave us a tour of Richard his-
2: got about to yeah, I got about
1: to- <laughs> 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 Richard or Channing gave us a, a tour of his road trip, which was actually pretty cool. Anyways, Zion, that's where we're starting, and I'm going to read this tweet now from Channing because I uh, love it. Uh, yes, yeah, G.I. by Channing. So obviously, there was a tweet put out that uh, Zion had put out on his social media. Um, account in Sports Illustrated, picked it up, and Channing responded to that, saying, I've been pretty tough on Zion only because he has been gifted with an opportunity to uh, be the best. Not everyone has that. The videos of him shirtless, dunking, doing things most players do, we hate, but we want more, Zion. Let us into your journey so we don't assume what's going on.
0: Oh, I don't see. Channing is so articulate and and intelligent. I don't (laughs) give a fuck. Fuck his journey. No, I'm joking. No, but no, no, I no. no. This, this is what I say about it is that, and this, I, I'm going to continue to be tough. Like Zion, this ain't fucking high school, bro. Like, I, like, yeah, we all fell in love with your high school highlights. Like, that's part of the reason why you were a phenom because you had this unique ability. Like Kenning said, you think after really not speaking to the media, after not playing all year long, after not being with your team, you're going to show a video of like I'm almost back, bro i'm not and i'm not and I 'm actually on the media side where I don't think that like players owe it to the media to talk and be a certain way if that's not your personality, do you just have to do your requirements, whatever your requirements are if you're with the team, if you're playing injured players do not have to talk and he's injured that being said, he wants people to buy his shoes he wants people to spend money and, and endorse his his brand he wants people to buy his jersey, but then a week are, are not even a week. A few days after the team says that he is completely shut down for the rest of the season, he's doing a between-the-legs windmill dunk. If that's not the most fucking tone-deaf shit, and and on top of it, let's add one more layer: the New Orleans, New, the New Orleans market. We can all be honest; it is one of the smaller markets. Like we we can be honest and talk about the community there has been through a lot. Like their hard-earned dollars go a long way. They're hard earned dollars. Like it's not LA, it's not Chicago where there's just a ton of corporate sponsors that buy up half the seats and all that. No, this is a very blue collar town of hard-working people. And then it's kind of disrespectful in my opinion to say you're shut down for the season, have zero communication and you're posting like dunks that would win the dunk contest saying, Hey guys, I'm fine, but there's no context. There's no nothing. So while in the media, you want us to be nicer to you and be more respectful, the fan base, you've already seen the fan base start to turn on you. And if you then, and all these rumors that he wants to go to New York, ask fucking Julius Randle how that's going. Ask Julius Randle how New York is going. You try and pull this exact same shit, you pull this exact same shit in New York, they'll make you wanna quit basketball. They'll make you wanna quit basketball. And if you don't think that that's real, ask Ben Simmons how things are going. Right? Like, let's be honest. Like, man, these fan bases don't give a shit after a while. They stop caring. So I want more from Zion from the space of, like Channing said, I think he can be great. I think he could be one of the greats of all time. But the way this is being played out privately with zero communication, that's only going to hurt his brand. That's going to hurt his shoe sales. That's going to hurt his jersey sales. That's going to hurt interest in his overall brand. So while you might be by his people or parents or agents, while they might be trying to protect him, ultimately there's a time where it starts to be kind of productive and they're probably doing him a
2: disservice in my humble opinion. Channing. Richard makes good points, but I think the difference between Zion being quiet versus a Kawhi Leonard being quiet is Kawhi Leonard plays and played and was like elite, Zion had one good year. Like, okay, and everyone goes, well, he's an all-star. He did this. Jamal McGlure, no offense to Jamal McGlure, Jamal McGlure was an all-star for one year. And we could all agree that Jamal McGlure is not an all-star. We could just agree on that. He had a good year. So for me, I if you have a responsibility, I feel, to when you're a Zion, when you're that captivating to At least, even if you lie to us a little bit, let us in on your journey. He is one of the most unique players we have ever seen in the NBA. For as big as he is, to move the way he does, I would like to see how he maneuvers a little bit. Just give me something, right? Don't, and to Richard's point, don't do a windmill dunk off the backboard. A week after they say you're shutting down, don't come back and do this now that your team is getting ready to go into the playoffs. Don't do this now because people are talking about you. Do this because that is a responsibility that you have as being one of the most captivating. If people had a list of ten players that they're going to pay top dollar to see if they're healthy, I bet you Zion is top it's ten. It's a slap. It's, a, it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. Game. He's
0: that's why I say it. Go ahead, Ali.
1: Can I ask a question? Did he do this because, yes. and clearly I'm asking because we don't know, right? He, he's not letting us in or hasn't let us in a, a part of what he's gone through. Is this a way of him being upset with how they've handled him?
0: him he, he ain't injured himself. He ain't, like, the, the Pelicans didn't injure
2: him.
1: I know, but I, I'm saying to your point, the rumors that he wants out and he wants do to, go to New Do think he wants he, to be in New Orleans? Exactly. No. Is this a way no, of, like, right. Why
2: does he want to go to New York?
0: Why does he want to go to New York? I, I, look, I don't know. I'm not getting into the I, who's telling and I'm not, and him I'm not even saying he wants to. There's just these stupid rumors. We're just addressing this. We're, we're just going to address yeah, that. Yeah, rumor. and I'm
1: asking a, a, a question of what? in terms of why would why would you put this out to your point after you've been shut down and you know what your team is about to go you, through? Well, well,
0: let's let's and let, and let, you're sensitive well, to what everyone's well,
2: talking well, about. Well, the other
0: now. part about this is let's say hypothetically, let's say hypothetically that um, that. His contract is up, or not contract is up, but he can get a contract extension this summer. And you know what? The Pel- No, but I'm, hey, Joel Embiid got a contract. Joel Embiid got a contract extension after playing literally 30 games. I this. know. I'm just saying okay. there is a person who's about to win the MVP this year. It looks like. That only played 30 games in his first three years. Very different. I understand. I'm just giving an example. Very different but, player. But one also. a
2: seven foot, two guard. Yeah, but but again. Not a 6'6 six, six. Yeah, guy but would...
0: you can't say that. and then 30, can't You can't say that then 30 seconds prior, talk about how he has a chance to be one of the most unique and special players. He does. Okay, then. So that's so to Joel Embiid. You're using the same premise. You're just using the same premise. Okay. My only point is, okay. my only point is this, is that. If his contract is up in three years and it has a chance for an extension, let's say New Orleans like, fuck you, we're not giving you a max extension. But like he's shown to people that he's healthy. He's showing to people that he's healthy or that he's working his way back to the elite physical specimen that everyone knows him to be that opens up positions to be traded. That's like, hey, listen, you're going to take him as is. He's weighing 285 pounds and you've seen his dunks on social media. Like that's what the I, you if say someone's really say interested that, in but, you though
1: take him behind the closed door. You don't need to put it out there on but social you, but, media.
0: But 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 but, point, but what I'm saying even but, the circumstances. but what I'm saying that is a team is a team. He's not going to work out for a team. If let's say he's they're going to not offer an extension this summer and he wants to be traded, right? Let's say he plays that game. I'm just making this up. People, this is not real. He has not requested it. We have right. a ton of roots, up, but we're just playing the hypothetical game. Let's just say hypothetically, very similar to DeAndre Ayton He just went to the NBA finals. He was averaging 18 and nine and he didn't get his extension. Right. So like this stuff happens with players that are playing and playing well and getting better every year and going to NBA finals. Players don't get their extension. So let's, and he was the number one pick. Right. So let's say this number one pick doesn't, right. If he doesn't get his contract extension, how will he handle it? Well, he could be putting out messages that I'm healthy. Right. I just
2: you guys as much as you. I know. Does that seem entitled, Richard? Does that seem entitled? Everything about this process it, has me, been entitled. It yeah, it irks you, but you okay. know that it's it real because entitled. you've
0: seen it before. It is. It is real. very real. <laughs> it's, it's very
2: real. But the entitlement from a rookie that has achieved no real stance in the argument bothers yeah. me. It, that's the only thing that bothers me, whether it's Zion or anybody else. You having one good year individually, guys didn't make the playoffs. They finally but, and, make. But, but, a but the weird team. thing about
0: it, Chan, though, it wasn't one; it just wasn't a good year. He was doing things statistically, even in the wing power forward spot, the little hybrid spot that we would never seen before. Like the points in the paint in the game, points in the paint were like that of like Shack. He was going fucking tw- like eighteen points a game in the paint for fucking twenty games in a row.
2: Can I ask you this? Can I ask you this? Let's say they give him a max. And he plays one season. Was it worth
0: it? Well, he they have to give him they have to give him a max, in my opinion, or you have to trade him for a boatload. If you don't give him a max, you lose the value of your asset. Because he's a okay, So Let's say
2: they want to go to New York. Well, fucking
1: what are you getting from New York? RJ let's Barrett. make that transition. Let's make that transition. <laughs> I think this is enough talk about Zion. Let's make that transition.
2: Let's make that
1: transition. It's ten fifty. Let's make the transition. Um, Trey Young. Richard
0: has to go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Trey Young.
1: Trey Young runs New York. That was a tweet. Trey <laughs> Young runs New York. 45 points, 8 assists, seven threes last night. The moment that was had. I feel like the two of you would love this conversation, so I jumped ahead. How do we feel about it?
0: <laughs> he does. He does. He joins a long <laughs> list of people that have owned New York. Michael Jordan. He owned uh, uh, Reggie Miller. Uh I will go as far to say is J- uh Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd owned the Nets. You know mean, owned the, the Knicks. He owned the Knicks. Go look at the record. Go look at the record. On. The one the one time they made the postseason during the six year stretch that Jason Kidd was there. Oh the they, J- they made one they made one postseason. They played the 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 New Jersey Nets and they swept them out when they had Steph when they had Stephon Marbury. So there's a long list of. Individuals. I didn't say I did. I said Jason Kidd and I just. to I was going to say from a social it. media standpoint,
1: know. though, Rich, you own New York.
0: <laughs> let's just say, let's just say, I'm keeping myself. Kobe, out of Kobe owns like, New York. Like there's been lots of players and, and Tim Duncan barbecued and, and New, and New everyone York. Everyone barbecued New York, bro. Like this is not even but, me being disrespectful. But
1: what's the difference though? Do they own New York the way in which Trey with the fans, et cetera? Yes,
0: Reggie did. Okay. Michael did. I would say Jason Kidd did right. And you had oh, Kobe yeah. was talking, and, but see Kobe too. was more of like, that's the thing. When you got there, there was more Kobe fans in the building than there were Nick fans. So that's a, that's always a little like weird. It's like, who are the people that will show up and it will be 90% Nick fans to, to hate, on that person and Trey Young is that Trey Young would show up. Atlanta doesn't travel. Atlanta doesn't have a fan base like that. Atlanta has a few basketball fans and then they have Trey Young fans, right? That's who they are. Atlanta is they don't have, that's it. They hate, 95% of the people that are showing up in that building are to boo Trey Young. And he just fucking, or Julius oh, Randall. he bends, he be, <laughs> or Julius Randall. He bends them over their knees and just spanks them 44 times. Oh,
2: dude, spanking, little, little
0: spanky. spanky. spanky, bend them over their knees. <laughs> come over here, come over here. And, and, and they get all mad. And Trey's like, I don't even care. I'm not even your real dad. I'm your stepdad.
2: <laughs> 45 is crazy. 45 points after talking shit is Do you know what? do you know what he would have done? He got covid and
0: couldn't I think it was covid and couldn't play on on Christmas day because he was supposed to be there Christmas day. Oh, he would 95. have 95 why? Just because the Nick the Nick fan base will never truly understand the way the rest of the NBA looks at you guys and how obnoxious you are. And it's not obnoxious because look, look, the Yankees, you can be obnoxious because the Yankees are great. You can be obnoxious about your Jets because, look, you, your Jets are good. There's nothing to be obnoxious about if you're a huge Nick fan, but you still say, oh, the Garden's the best. No, it's not. The garden is an amazing, magical place to play. But like if that's your home arena, there's there's billion dollar stadiums that are being built every single year that are exponentially nicer, have more amenities, have more availability for your family. Players don't look at the garden and be like, oh, this is great. I get to walk up this hill. I have this little bitty. No, like they have like so many more amenities for so many other arenas at this point in time, the garden is just a name. It's 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 a beautiful place to play. It's magical, but it's not drawing in people the way you guys want to. So until you recognize that and at least change your thinking, which I love New Yorkers, they're not going to, that's what makes <laughs> it fun to be a villain.
1: All right, we've got five minutes left. Give me your hot take of the week. Um, Channing, you go first when it comes to the NBA. Uh,
2: Philly is fake. Mm. Philly is fake. And here's my hot okay, take. Keep I going. I have a stat. Keep keep going. No, here, here's what I'll say. What I said on TV is Joel Embiid and James Harden are relying on free throws too much. They don't finish plays enough. So I have an actual stat. Ooh, of, ooh
0: road tripping's tripping.
2: Oh, okay. So. Harden and Embiid have made 169, nice, made shots. Uh-huh. <laughs> They've made 237 combined free throws. Did you watch, I forgot the game it was, I think Saturday, where James Harden had the opportunity to make two layups for game, to tie the game, and then and then one of them was just a brick, and the other one was an offensive foul against Toronto. Remember he elbow boucher right in his jaw. What I'm saying is James Harden and Joel at the end of games look for fouls too much. That is not going to equate to wins in the playoffs.
0: Uh, yeah, because good good teams aren't good teams aren't going to foul nearly as much.
2: They're not going to foul them. I also think that Tobias Harris usage. He was having a great year. And I'm not saying this because my cousin, but actually because I liked the way he was playing. He was more of a playmaker. James Harden is not playing off the ball. So Tobias and Matisse Stiebel have no movement and they're just standing there. So when I thought, oh, Tyrese Maxey is balling, why is he balling? Because now you're playing, excuse me, you have three guys playing one-on-one and everyone else gets the scraps. That's not going to work in the playoffs. No one else is going to have confidence because you bring in, number one, your bench is shitty. Then number two, the guys that you need to get and 15, 20 points don't even have that opportunity. There's no movement. There's no flow to the offense. It's like James Harden, dribble, 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 one-on-one. If I'm off, I'm off, and then that's it. Yeah, no, okay. So let,
0: let's touch in on that point really quickly. I agree. I, 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 It's weird. I feel like over the last, mainly from COVID, from right around COVID, maybe a year or two ago, we've changed so many conversations about the NBA, about Oh, well, when they get healthy, they'll figure it out. Like, we've said that. We've said that last year about the Lakers. We said it last year about the Brooklyn Nets. We're saying it this year about the Brooklyn Nets. We're saying it this year now about the Warriors. We're saying it this year about the Philadelphia 76ers. At what point in time have the playoffs – the playoffs used to not be about figuring it out. That was the test. All the other shit you would do on the homework, like was the homework. The 82 was the homework and the studying, and then the test came. But now all of a sudden we're making it seem like the homework gets to continue in the postseason. It's like like (laughs) the homework gets to continue. That's not the way this goes. And we've been saying it so much, right? About oh, once they get there, then they can figure it out. Will they have enough time to figure it out? Well, ultimately, history has told us no how do we know these things? One, like no team, I think one team below a, a six seed or a six seed or below, has ever won a championship. So like as ever, and, and and the one team that did it was the Houston Rockets, I believe it. And they were the defending champions. So it'd be like Milwaukee getting healthy at the end of the season. Right. And then like figuring out, we're not talking about the Lakers or the Brooklyn Nets or the Philadelphia 76ers teams that have made these trades and all these other stuff. So like, I just, this conversation, like the like the Golden State Warriors ideally could get Steph back one or two games before Draymond, whatever, and then they could catch fire and do what we expect them to do, right? Like they're the one team because they have three championships, six finals appearances, right? Five, six, six. Five, five or six. They got six.
2: 15, 16, 17. I don't know. Whatever. They got a lot. They got a lot.
0: So just for me, I just look at it from that standpoint of like, I'm, I, I'm getting tired of having that conversation of like, these teams are going to figure it out. Well, in the history of the NBA, the 75, how many teams have figured it out? Three? <laughs> three? Two? I'm talking about, I'm, before we were, the, the before, the before. I don't know that. I'm just saying like in recent history, in the last 25 years, 30 years, one team. So that's my thought. I love you guys. I got to go. Um, Allie, do okay, we have Okay, so no hot takes
1: for you. Uh, with that said, let me just, Take a drink, close it out. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, review. If you want to call, text us. You know the number, 6575-CALL-RT. We want to hear from you. Uh, That'll do it for another edition of Road to